Church Travel Consultant Extraordinaire, and I'm back here with you for season two, episode number two. Now in this episode, thank you, thank you. For this episode, I want to talk about cruises. Surprise, right? But I want to talk more importantly about what comes with your cruise fare. You know, that big chunk of change you pay to start to go on the cruise. Um, which I always have said is the best vacation you could possibly take worth for your money. Um, but there are some things you can add as an additional charge to your cruise um, that can get you more for your, you know, more bang for your buck for your cruise, or you can just stay at exactly what you paid and get that stuff too, and you'll have a great time as well. There's also things though that you can purchase extra on a cruise that really, to be fair and honest, they're not worth your money. And I say skip those, save your money, and spend them on something else, or you know, pocket money and do something fun with it later. Um, so let's get into it. On, uh, for instance, on Royal Caribbean, they have what's called the Deluxe Drink Package. Now, we've talked about this before on some other episodes. Um, that package is going to be your all-inclusive like alcohol package. So it's going to have all your, you know, your, your top-shelf liquor, um, all your mixed drinks, all your frozen drinks, um, let's say shots, beer, glasses of wine, stuff like that. It's also going to come with the Coke package included in there. So you have access to... The multiple freestyle machines on on uh, on the ship, uh, cans of Coke at the bar, and of course, if you want a uh, fountain Coke at a bar, they'll give you some of that too. Um, and that's included as well. Um, you also get bottled water. Now, normally on a cruise, you're going to get just regular water. This one, you're going to get you're going to get the bottled water. You can take back to your room. You can take on excursions, stuff like that. That's invaluable. We've discussed that already. And then, of course, you get your basic coffees and your teas. Okay, um, but with the drink package, you're going to get basic coffees and teas plus like cappuccinos and that kind of stuff, but you're not going to get Starbucks. Okay. We'll get into that a little later. All right. So that's a great deal. Internet package. Obviously when I go on a cruise, I work on a cruise um, because I'm always doing travel agent stuff or realtor stuff. So I need to have internet access. It also allows you to stream stuff. So if you have kids, you're going to probably want to get that. Um, Royal Caribbean that does a great job with what they call their boom B O O M, which is their internet service. It roughly, depending on when you get it, uh, when you buy it and stuff like that, um, it's 15 to $18 a day. Um, and that's going to get you at one access per room. Um, and if you want an additional one, you can get an additional one. It's a little bit cheaper. Um, but that's what we usually do. I get, I get a, a free one as a travel agent. And then I bought, we usually buy a second one. Um, and that way we have two and that way I can stay on one the whole time. And then for my work stuff, and then my wife and my daughter can share one. Like they can log, you just hit, all you do is log back in each time. It's not really that big of a deal. It takes like two seconds. Um, or if, you know, if I'm not doing work, of course they, they can use mine. I don't really care. Um, but that's what we like to do. And so if you're someone that needs to stay in touch or you want to make phone calls, cause remember you can make phone calls as long as you do like, like FaceTime audio or something like that, you can make phone calls that way. And, um, you're over the internet. So you're not getting any of those horrible roaming charges. Uh, so that's something to think about. Now, the other thing that is a, a big extra on cruises that I actually really enjoy. I didn't think I would, but I actually really enjoy them. Um, are there specialty restaurants? These are dining packages they have. Now you can just buy individual like restaurants. You, you like for instance, Chops Grill, which is their steakhouse. You want to go to Chops? You can go there, walk in, pay the coverage charge, which is whatever it is. You know, forty bucks a person or thirty bucks a person, um, and then you get as much as you want in there. But you can also, if you know you're going to try a few, or you just want to be adventurous and try a few, which is what we did last time, you can actually get, save a lot of money by booking by pre-booking a package of dining experiences. So you can do like on a seven night cruise, you might want to do a three night package. So four nights, you're going to go to the dining room, main dining room, or you're going to go to with the Windjammer buffet or something like that. But three nights of the week, you want to make them special and you want to go to different restaurants. 
Um, this is a great way to do that. And if you buy them in advance, instead of it being, you know, $50 or $30 a person, it might only be like 20. Okay. So you can actually save a lot of money. Um, and you just got to look at the different sales. I, I can't quote you a price because you got to look at the different sales as, as they're doing those specials. Um, you can get really good deals on them, but you can try some of their great restaurants that they have, like, you know, Chops, Giovanni's, um, the uh, uh, Wonderland. That's one of our favorites. Uh, Azumi, which is their sushi place. Um, so they have great options there. Now, an the biggest thing you're going to spend your money on on any cruise besides the cruise fare itself, and once you do all that stuff, um, is going to be your shore excursions, okay? Now, this is on the good list for obvious reasons. Um, these are big ways to enhance your cruise. Now, you don't have to do this. If you want to get off the cruise, the cruise ship in port, and just walk around the town, great. That's cool. Or you want to go to a beach. You know, most of the beaches are going to be free. Um, or if you want to just go shopping or something like that, that's cool, too. Uh, of course, you're going to pay when you go shopping, but you get my point. But if you want to do an excursion where you want to go out and maybe, like, snorkel, or you want to ride a wave runner, or you want to swim with dolphins or something like that. You're going to have to pay a little extra for that. Uh, but you can play, pick those in advance. Again, there's going to be different savings depending on when you book them. Um, and you can really um, enhance the experience, make it that much better. Because we've done, I mean, I've been on a ton of cruises and, and the, the excursions we've done, there's been some that have been like, you know, pretty good. And there's some that have been just like outstanding and they really like create these ama am amazing memories. Okay. And to be fair, I'm also one of the people uh, from the line of thinking that when we go on a, a, a cruise that has, let's say, three ports, like three stops, or maybe it has four, right? We always pick one stop that we don't care about. Like maybe we've been there too many times before, or we just don't see anything we really want to do there. And we take that day and turn that into a ship day so we can take advantage of all the things the ships have to offer and with a lot less people there, if you get my drift. You know what I'm saying? So if you're on a ship and it has all these water slides and pools and the dry slide, all the stuff you want to do if you're on an Oasis class ship, and you really want to experience that stuff, well, it's sometimes it's crowded. Uh, you know, it's not ever annoyingly crowded, but, you know, you'll have a lot more time there. If you want to get in the pool, when you're at a pool on a sea day, I mean, not a sea day, uh, a shore day, and everybody else is getting off the boat, you can have the whole pool to yourself. It's pretty amazing. So those are things to think about, too. Um, now, here's another one that people kind of argue back and forth about. I'm just going to give you my opinion. You can use your, your own discretion here. Um, parking. Okay, we drive, uh, my family and I, we drive to the cruise. I don't have time to pay for the airlines. I don't want to pay and then have them regulate how much weight I can bring or how much, how big my bag has to be or all the nonsense or whatever. I don't want to deal with any of that nonsense. So we drive to our ports when we go. We drive in the night before, we stay at a hotel within a few hours of the port and the next morning we get up and drive in and then we get right on a cruise and get a good night's rest the night before. Now, the other big thing with that is obviously if you're bringing home like you want to bring home some alcohol because alcohol is really cheap on the ship. You want to bring home stuff like that. You can do that. Um, and, and, and you don't have to worry about like, is my, is it all going to fit in my suitcase? Is this going to you know, be a problem on the airline or anything like you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, and we like to park at the pier. Okay. So if you're going out of Fort Lauderdale, park at the pier, If you're going out of uh, Port Canaveral, park at the pier, Miami, same thing. Any of these places that you go to, here's why, in my opinion. Okay. There are cheaper options to park um, that are not quite at the pier. They're in that area, but they're a little bit further out, hence they're cheaper, right? Okay, those are private uh, places. They're owned by a separate company. Um, and the problem with those is you're on their time. So when you go there, you know, you park, you have to usually wait for a shuttle. Um, and that shuttle is going to come every so many minutes and it's going to pick everybody up that's there, take you on the shuttle over to the, you know, to the pier so you can go in, in the port and go get checked out and get on your cruise. And then same thing when you come back, 
you're going to back, you're on, off your cruise. We like to walk off our cruises. Um, so we get off our cruise at like seven in the morning or whatever, cause we're driving home and it's time to go back to the real world at that point. So I don't want to get off the cruise and be at the, you know, on the sidewalk basically at like seven fifteen, seven thirty, and then be waiting for some, uh, you know, a bus to come around and pick us up or something like that till eight 30. I don't want to waste that time. Whereas when you have your own car and you park at the pier, you just walk right over, do it. Boom. You're out of there. And honestly, I would say on a seven night cruise, I want to say it's, I'm trying to remember. It's like 15 to seven, 15 to 19 an hour. I mean, at 15, 19 hour, 15 to 19 a day. So it's really not that much money. It's like a hundred bucks or less than a hundred bucks or whatever. It's not too bad. Um, and you just kind of know it's part of your expense there, but you know, also your car will be there. It's monitored by the cruise line and the, and the pier there and all that stuff. They're going to keep it monitored for you. You don't have to worry about any problems with your car and you can just walk right to your car when you're done and then pay boop, out, out you go. You're back in the real world. So we love that. That's just our thing. Also, if you like to play the casino, then it's kind of no brain, no, a no brainer to think that spending money at the casino is a good idea. I personally like to go to the casino. Now I don't like to go crazy there. I like to set a, like an amount that I'm willing to lose kind of thing. Um, and then I have that where I can spend that throughout the week, right? Or I can spend it all at one day or whatever I want to do. But I, I mean, I kind of know where I'm at there. And if I make money, then obviously I have more to spend, you know, if I want to lose more back or if I want to, you know, cut my losses and roll or cut my winnings and roll. Um, so those are some great things that you can do to enhance your cruise, okay? Now, there are tons of things, like I said, on a cruise that you can pay extra for to have these benefits, but they're really, in my opinion, not worth your time or could not be worth your time, depending on your personal situation with you and your family. All right. Now, first thing, this has also come under big scrutiny. Um, so you can kind of, I'm sure you can read about this online. I'm sure you can watch YouTube videos about it, but I'm just going to give you my opinion. And that's Royal Caribbean's The Key. They have a thing called The Key where you get lots of little benefits early check-ins, early checkouts. So uh, you get the internet package and stuff like that. And you pay a little extra for this. In my opinion, unless it's ridiculously cheap, like the same price as an internet package or something like that, to me, it's not worth it. I don't, the, the perks they give you aren't worth anything to me. Um, they don't really save you me enough time to think that instead of paying, let's say the, let's say the internet's like $15 a day. It's not worth me paying $30 a day when the internet's 15 and that's all I really care about. And then the other $15 is for stuff I'm not going to use or saves me two minutes or something like that. That's not worth my time. So that's something that, but you have to make your own judgment on that. But that's something that a lot of people, um, when it, when it first came out, were excited about because they thought it got you little perks to move up and get in quicker and get off quicker. But that is not the case. Um, another thing that a lot of people don't do, um, but you know, there are people that do this is the art auctions. Uh, if anybody's ever been on a cruise ship, they have two things you know are going to happen. There's going to be an art auction. Okay, a big art auction. They're going to have all the art. You're going to have hallways where you can go down. On Royal Caribbean, they usually do it near the casino area. So you're going to wind down these hallways. You see all this art, and it's really pretty and stuff like that. Um, but when you, you know, you have to bid on these, these pieces to get them and stuff like that. And they're really expensive. Um, the only cool thing maybe is to go when you go to the auction area. They do give you free alcohol. Uh, a lot of times, so you get like champagne or wine or something like that. So it is okay if you want to go look around and get like that kind of stuff and kind of milk that place a little bit. But um, I don't need to buy art on a cruise because I then have to schlep it off the ship um, and I don't want to deal with all that part of it. Um, so that's something I don't really care for, but maybe you're into that, maybe you're not. Uh, now, they also have like the big merch sale, um, usually during the week. 
they'll have it. And then the end of the week as the cruise, as your cruise week is almost over, they'll have a big, um, big flash sale, basically, um, down in the Royal Promenade, which is the main strip there. Uh, the little mall looking strip there. And, um, they have some great bargains there for sure. I know I bought, um, I bought a watch there. My wife's bought a watch there and we got our daughter a watch there, I believe. Um, and they have really good sales on stuff. So that's cool if you're specifically interested in something like that, but otherwise, you know, something you're already going to buy anyway, maybe, or you're whatever, or buying a present for somebody, but otherwise stay away from that area. That's stuff you can save money on. And for some of the stuff, not, not the watches that we got for say, but sometimes you can get stuff, uh, better deals on land and stuff like that. The big allure on a cruise ship, of course, is that it's, uh, tax and duty free. So you do save some of that money, depending on what kind of item that is, that could become a big deal. Um, also, in my opinion, there are a lot of attractions on, on, on cruise ships, right? Um, and some of them you do have to pay extra for like on carnival ships, they have that roller coaster. Um, and the name's escaping me right now, but the, the bolt, uh, so they have the bolt. Now that one, unfortunately you do have to pay for, uh, I believe it's $15 last I heard. Um, that used to be just for one lap and I, they changed it too. Cause a lot of people were complaining because there's a long line, you wait a long line and then you get on this thing for one lap and you're done. So a lot of people complained and they made it for two laps, which is like, you know, obviously a better deal. But um, to me, the idea that you have to pay for stuff, it's like the attractions of the ship is kind of absurd to me because the amount of money you're already paying to be on the ship. Um, I like Royal Caribbean's model better where, you know, most of their stuff is, is included in your fare. As, to me, that's how it should be. You're already paying all the money. Like just, you know, take everybody's cruise fare and raise it 10 bucks and, and let's call it a day. Let's not nickel and dime things. Um, there are other cruise lines out there. Um, NCL is, is famous for that. They have really low cruise fares, but then you, you get nickel and dime on everything else as an add-on kind of thing, which is cool. Maybe if you're only really wanting to do a couple little things and not all this other stuff, I guess maybe you could save a little money that way. But I just like, I'm the type of person, I like paying them out of money, whatever it is, we agree upon it, I pay it, I go on for the cruise, I don't have to worry about stuff. Like the drink package, for instance. I enjoy going on the cruise. I've already prepaid my fare for the cruise, obviously. And I've already paid, prepaid my drink package fare. Now when I get on the cruise with me and my wife, we can have whatever we want, whenever we want, and I never have to go back to the room. And um, for those of you who don't know, they have a TV in your room, of course. Um, but they have on there a menu you can look at that shows you all your bill. Like it has your, your ongoing bill. So you can see like, oh, you spent $30 here at the bar or whatever. You can see all that. Well, on a, when you have that drink package, the drinks that you buy will still show up there, but they'll just show up as zero. So I don't even have to check that. I mean, I'll check it periodically to make sure there's no weird charges on there, but I don't have to worry about anything else going on. I don't have to worry about, you know, oh my God, did I just blow a hundred dollars last night? Oh my God. I can't believe we did that. That was really stupid. Like, You've already done all that. You've already prepaid it. And we've done our math for our family and for the amount of drinks, including the cappuccinos, including the water, including the freshly squeezed juice, including the Coke and including the alcohol. We spent a heck of a lot more when we didn't do the drink package. You know, I think we were like $500 more than what we paid for the drink package. So it was like made no, it was a no brainer to go to the drink package way. All right. But back to stuff that I don't like. So I don't like that Carnival has the Bolt roller coaster as one of the examples you have to pay for. Uh, also, Royal Caribbean, they have the um, escape rooms on some of their newer ships. They have escape rooms. Those are pretty popular on land. Um, two things I don't like about them. Uh, one, my daughter is, is a very young teenager, and you have to be 16 to go on the escape room, or in the escape room. I guess you don't go on it. You go in it. Uh, I think that's kind of lame. Um, I don't like that, you know, it's just, it's just kind of annoying, because I, I, obviously if I'm, if I'm with my family, I'm not going to, like, 
tell my daughter to go away and then we're going to go do that, right? Because I wouldn't mind going on an escape room to an escape room, but I want to take the whole family. That's why we're on a family cruise. Um, but uh, that being said, I don't think you should have to pay for something extra like that. I understand why they do it because you want to make sure that if everybody tried to come and do the escape room every day, it would be a long line and a herd of people. So I understand by making it cost a little bit, they're really kind of weaning that down a little bit and they're maybe making it so people don't go three times, whatever. I get it. I sort of understand it. But it'd be, to me, it'd be better if they just had a sign-up thing, like a pre-cruise sign-up, like in the cruise planner, and you could pick a time and slot you want to go, and then that's it for your group. You know, and then if you want to go a second time, maybe you have to pay, but kind of thing, because maybe they have multiple puzzles. I don't know. But to me, if I'm going to pay that kind of money, I'll just do that back home and not even deal with that land, uh, the, lo- the, um, the line, excuse me, not the land. Um, uh, the other thing you want to look at is, uh, now this can or cannot be costly depending again on your cir- circumstance. Photos. Okay, we did not know this the first time we went on a cruise, but when you go on a cruise, uh, they have face recognition recognition technology. So when they take your 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 uh, photo, your shoot your photo at the pier when you get there, or nowadays you do it in the app before you go. But either way, when they have that photo on file, they have camera uh, men and women throughout the cruise that will be taking your photo when you get off the ship. They'll be like, "Hey, do you want a photo?" All that stuff, right? They're always taking your stuff. They never grab your card. Okay, the first cruise, the first when you're getting on the ship, they might take it a couple times when they're doing the. They have ones where you can take like pictures in front of the boat, instead of backdrop thing behind you. Okay, that one they're going to take your card, but once that once that's done on the cruise, they're just going to most of the time not take your card. Okay, sometimes they ask you, but most of the time they don't. Um, and we didn't realize that when they were doing that, we thought they were, we were they were going to charge us every time. Well, that's not how it works on a cruise ship. The way it works is. Throughout the cruise or at the end of the cruise, when a lot of people go, so you want to usually go like two days before the cruise ends, um, you go to the photo lab. I don't remember what it's called, the Photoshop or whatever. Um, and you, sh- you, you go, they have kiosks, kiosks, and you go and you swipe your CPAS card, and then it knows obviously who you are. And then it's going to pull up all the photos that were taken of you on the cruise or you and your wife or whatever, because it knows who's in your stateroom. Okay. So if it's, you know, me, my wife, and my daughter, my stateroom, it's going to know all three of us. So it's going to pull up all pictures that involve any of us, okay? And then it allows you, of course, to, you know, flip through them, right? You flip through them, this sucks, this sucks, this is a really good picture, whatever, right? And then you can do a couple things. You can pick individual photos, and then, of course, pick what size you want, and they will actually print you those photos. Um, you know, you'll have to come back in a few hours, but they'll get them printed for you before, way before the cruise is over. Uh, or you can pay, like, I think it was like $300 when we went once and they'll give you like all your photos on like a thumb drive. Okay. And then you have all the rights to the photos. And of course you can, you know, do with whatever you want with those. So again, that depends on what you're doing. If you're like, like my wife and I, we got, um, we got engaged and then we got married on a cruise, not actually on the cruise. We got engaged on the cruise, but we got uh, married during a cruise, but in St. Thomas when we were, uh, when we were at dock. Um, but if there's things like that where you want a whole bunch of pictures, then it might be worth paying a lot of money to get some of those. But otherwise, normally what we do is we kind of narrow it down to, let's say, two or three, four maybe, because they are expensive. You're going to pay, you know, like a like an eight by 10 might be like 20 bucks or something. Like it's going to be pretty expensive. Um, but you pick what you want. And then uh, if, you know, figure out your budget thing, if you want to pay that money. And then, of course, you go there and you pay them. And then you'll come back and pick them up. You'll look at them each, all of them, and make sure they're perfect. If there's anything wrong or you don't like it, once they printed it, you can not pay for it. Um, and that's how it works. Uh, the other thing you can do, which, we, which is a little trick you can do, 
there are sometimes you'll have photos that for whatever reason, the software couldn't figure out who the picture was of, even if it looks pretty obvious who it is. So they'll have a board of like generic photos. Um, and those are really cheap. So instead of, let's say, being 20 bucks, like for a, a four by six photo, let's say they're, I don't know, five bucks a piece, right? Well, you go on that board and they're all $2 a piece. And these are just all these pictures of randos, okay? But you could be one of those randos in there. And if you find that picture and you like it, you can take it and, you know, just pay the two bucks. So that's a little way to save money. But again, that's all depends on how much money you really want to spend. Um, we kind of touched on this before, but back to shore excursions. Like I said, we don't do shore excursions on every uh, stop, okay, for our family. First of all, just my thing, I enjoy the ship. So I like, I, I'd be thrilled to just, you know, I don't know, leave Fort Lauderdale, go out in the ocean, do a circle for seven days and come back in and never stop anywhere because I'm not into like tourist traps and stuff like that. Um, but be, that being said, we don't stop at every uh, port. I mean, we stop at all the ports, obviously, but we don't get off at every port. So you don't have to do shore excursions all the time. You can just pick one. You can look at all the shore excursions possible and just pick one. That's a great way to save some money. Or you can, you know, maybe pick one with all three of you and then maybe two of you go on one or whatever, however you want to do it. Or you can skip one or whatever. You can figure it all out how you want to do it. But that, that, that all comes into your, your realm of how much you want to pay for your cruise extra on top of that money you're already paying. Um, now, the other thing is, we kind of talked about this with the drink package, but Star, they have Starbucks on uh, Royal Caribbean ships, okay? And I know people go crazy for Starbucks. My wife and I are included in that. Um, however, your ultimate drink package, the, 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 the best, I'm sorry, the deluxe, I keep saying ultimate, the deluxe drink package, the best one you can buy, um, that does not cover Starbucks. So if you, do, if you are a Starbucks person and you really like Starbucks, okay, just know that you're going to pay that money on top of whatever you pay. So every day you go, you just hand them your seat pass card, they'll make you whatever you want, you leave, but that is going to be added to your bill. Um, nothing wrong with that, okay? But I do recommend before you go crazy at Starbucks and do all that stuff, they go to like um, uh, the Park Cafe. Um, that's where they have a lot of free coffees. They'll make you like cappuccinos, espresso, stuff like that. And those are free with your package because those are not Starbucks quality. And then of course, if you have the drink package, the alcohol package, they'll even put some alcohol in there if you want to. But but anyway, you can have them make you drinks. They have a lot of the same kind of stuff, the caramel macchiatos, that kind of stuff that everybody likes. You can have them make you a drink that, that you've already paid for with your drink package, um, a coffee that you like or whatever, and try it. And it, you may find it's better than Starbucks. I have found that with some of their stuff for sure. And you may find some that you're like, no, nope, this isn't cutting it. I need Starbucks, you know, or whatever, if you're one of those people. So take a look at that. And that's another way to save some money. So I would recommend doing that first. It's, first of all, if you have the drink package, it's free anyway. The other thing to remember too is um, if you're not an alcohol drinker, you can still get the drink package. They just have different ones. They have one called, I believe it's called the refreshments package. Um, and that one's going to have the water, the coffees and the cappuccinos and all that stuff like we talked about. And it's going to have the soda. So you can have the soda, the soda, you know, part of it, but you won't have the alcohol, the alcohol you pay a la carte. So every time you order a drink or whatever, just know that's going to be on your CPAS card. You're going to pay for it at the end. So if you're somebody who only wants to have, you know, cause with the drink package, you're going to want to do like, they say it's about five drinks a day to break even. And, and by drinks, I mean anything, the cappuccinos, the, you know, bottles of water, all that stuff. You kind of add that all up. Um, so about five to six of those roughly, depending on, you know, what you're doing. Um, so if you're going to do more than that in a whole 24 hour period, get the drink package, save yourself the money and the headache. You don't have to worry about anything. You try a drink, it sucks, throw it in the trash, get another one. Um, 
But that being said, if you're not someone who likes alcohol and you know you're only gonna have like one drink a day or two drinks a day, don't get the alcohol package. Just get the refreshment package and um, just get those sodas and all that other stuff that you want, but then occasionally add your alcohol when you need to. So that's just another tip to do. So that's kind of what I wanted to touch on today. Um, cruising is coming back. They're starting right now to lessen the restrictions, which is great. Um, but these are just some things to think about. I have a lot of clients that are calling me up right now, planning obviously cruises for the future. Um, and obviously a budget is a big thing for everybody right now. And we all know that, you know, there's restrictions on everything. So I just wanted to give everybody some quick tips so that you can decide the best way to make your cruise, the best cruise you can possibly have next time you take a cruise, um, and what you want to spend money on and what you don't want to spend money. And Hey, I'll try to give you some tips if I can on ways to save a little extra cash. Okay. So that's it. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, if you like the show, please reach out and support the links will be below. I do have a new tiered membership system, um, where you can join and depending on your level of membership, you get different perks and it's a great way to support the show. Great way to get shout outs, great way to get lots of goodies and stuff like that. And, um, basically a great way to help me out, man. And I really appreciate everybody taking a listen here. So if you know anybody that's into cruising or into travel, have them take a listen to this show. Um, please like, and subscribe. And without any further ado, I just want to say again, thank you to everybody. And we'll see you next week on the JK Shane Travel Podcast. See ya!